Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 39. The trouble is you think you have more time. Now, this is a famous quote that some of you might have heard, and if not, you know, this is something that we're going to we're gonna deep dive into today, and some people attribute this quote to Buddha, or a variation of how he had said it, and then it was expanded by Jack Kornfield in Buddha's Little Instruction Book, um, and where he says, you know, the trouble is you think you have time. In other words, we put off important things, assuming that we can do them later. But there may not be any later. Life is short. Make good use of it. And he had noted that the quote is often attributed to the Buddha, but it's not something he directly said. And it's uh, Jack Kornfield's adaptation of something from Carlos Castaneda's fictional Don Juan in his third book. And um, which was said, there's one simple thing wrong with you. You think you have plenty of time. If you don't think your life is going to last forever, what are you waiting for? Why the hesitation to change? And uh, one of the things that was encouraged was that we reflect on our own uh, impermanence and how in the light of that, it's important that we take responsibility for our lives. Life is short, make good use of it. When people hear this, they sometimes think it means life is short, have as much fun as possible. But if you really take on board how brief our time here is, you're also forced to recognize what's truly most valuable. And for the most of us, that's loving, being loved, and living meaningfully. Fun comes from much further down the list. Love and meeting, it turns out, are more fun than fun itself. And for reference, this came from uh, the wildmindmeditation.org blog, um, uh, and quoting Jack Kornfield, that little snippet that I just shared with you. Um, And I can always reference that for you guys. And um, why this was something that was on my mind is because I did a podcast with Mark Groves yesterday, Create the Love is his um, uh, is his account on Instagram. It's a very widely popular um, account, million plus followers. And um, we were talking about time. And I have mentioned this to you uh, several times about my relationship with time, but I wanted to go into a little bit deeper conversation about it what had come up in yesterday's conversation was um, I was having a great conversation uh, as I do um, spiritual studies every single day and um, the discussion had come up from a good friend of mine um, Ellie where he said are you stealing time from God who are you to steal time from God that hit me very hard let me explain He said, when we give so much of ourselves to everybody else, and not in terms of service, but in terms of when we um, uh, come off the ball of our purpose, when we are are only taking care of other people's um, needs, but are sacrificing our own, 
um, and, and we're not taking care of ourselves. When we are doing other people's work, that'll probably resonate with you, with you all a lot. Other people's work, other people's obligations, other people's responsibilities, when we're enabling other people, when we're trying to convince them to be the person that they are, that we know that they can be when we are so invested in them that we don't uh, invest enough into ourselves are we stealing time from God and the conversation that he and I had was around this idea that we're given a specific amount of time here on earth we don't know how much time that's the same for all of us none of us know how much time now we hope that it is a long and fruitful one to which we are responsible for and god forbid that it is shorter you know substantially shorter we still hope it was a fruitful one how are we spending it and the concept of are we stealing time from god is if we were given a specific amount of time and we don't truly know how much it is who are you to give it away constantly versus living as you know i quoted earlier uh, a life that is loving being loved and meaningful who are you to give all of that away when it was already designated for you so think about that next time you are saying yes to a million things or a million people or to or to constantly helping other people do their work but you're not necessarily doing your own and this is something that really hit me very hard in 2019 when my father um, was, uh, you know, the last few months before he passed. I remember, um, you know, I was traveling back and forth between Phoenix and Tucson visiting him and my mother. They were both going through some, some medical things. But my father, um, you know, we were, we were spending some time together here and there. And he was... Um, his body was was just done i mean uh, i honestly though I, I feel i felt his soul was tired and ready to move on before he did I, I i felt it you know i could actually feel the tiredness of his soul and he led a good life he led a life of service to others he led a life of he was a family man he was a good husband to my mother and a good father to my sister and i um you know, and time for him was an interesting concept. But as I was sitting there watching, first of all, the fact that he passed at what I thought was a younger age than than normal uh, in his 70s. And uh, I thought that there was still a lot of like time left for him. And second, he worked in his bed until the day he died. I literally remember the last time I saw him, he was in his bed with his computer working on stuff for clients and for probably for family and, and others. And I was thinking to myself, wow, you know, the I, I hadn't anticipated that he was going to pass, but watching him sit there and taking care of these types of things versus taking time to heal. I mean, he ran across that finish line working and that, that really hit me very hard. And that's why I changed. I decided to start changing my entire approach to time. Um, I started auditing my time. Like you wouldn't believe 
I became so routine-driven, calendar-driven, scheduling-driven, um, in a good way, by the way, when I say calendaring and scheduling, not adding more, I started removing everything. And, um, you know, there's a there's a, a mini workshop I'm coming out with. It's it's completely free. If you guys want, you can get on the wait list. There's a, it, I'll, I'll put the link here in the, um, in the show notes where you can go to mattgottesman.com forward slash reverse dash engineer dash your dash life. So, um, and the reason I, uh, I did this was because, um, I, I had to have a better relationship at like what was going on? How, how, how was I really using my time? And why did certain things in my life feel missing? What was I not paying attention to? What was I not having quote unquote time for? You have time. I'm going to tell you that right now. First thing I did was a couple of uh, mentors in my past um, had told me, one in particular had told me, look at your week, document every hour on the hour for seven days. Watch how much time you're wasting. Document it all. And this is part of the exercise, which we'll go through in that workshop. And what I found was a lot of waste. I found so much waste in that time. We have more time. I'm sorry to tell you, I don't care how busy. And by the way, I know I hear this all the time. Well, so-and-so has three kids. So-and-so has five kids. Sorry. No, it's an excuse. And I only say that because we know people out there who have five companies, eight children, um, you know, uh, they, they're building schools, they're doing a million things. It's how intentional are they with their time? Because when you have a relationship with your time, you're also thinking through how do you get the right help? How do you have the right people around you? How do you have the right systems in place? What do you want to actually implement to make the future happen? Which is also part of this reverse, your engin- reverse engineer your life exercise. I'm not going to go more on a tear on all of that, the exercise, but the idea was that having a relationship with your time is vital. You don't know how much you have and it's your responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. And so when I was doing the daily studies and we were talking about stealing time from God, that really hit me hard. Now, I have, I have audited my schedule the last three years. I have been dedicated to calendaring. <laughs> I have, um, which, you know, every Sunday I look at my calendar, I set up the entire week's worth of tasks. I'm still constantly working on that. Um, you know, I, I have the most flexibility for uncertainty to happen at any given time. Why? Because I know exactly what I'm doing, what I'm doing. I do three sprints in the morning, uh, deep work sprints that are at least two hours each. That's six hours total. I don't even have to work anymore the rest of the day if I don't want to. And at least I'm using my brain's capacity and my creativity as much as possible while also executing on all the things that I'm, I'm set out to do. I put out more content today than I have ever, and I do it in less time. Just so everybody's aware, because I see people who are like, I know you're so busy. I'm like, no, I'm intentional. (laughs) There's a difference. And, um, but when we were doing our daily studies and the, are you stealing time from God? I was, I was talking about some changes that were happening last year for me. 
and I was looking at what I was doing with uh, my agency, which, you know, we still, there's still components of that that are still helping other people, but I had to remove myself as the CEO and I had to remove how I was helping the other clients. Um, you know, God bless all of them. It's just that it was still an age old thing for me, which was helping them, um, but they may not have been doing some of the things. And so I sometimes often felt like I was still doing some of, of the work. And so that had to change. And I looked at myself and I'm like, I'm the main client now, me. I'm the main client, as all of you should be in your life in some capacity. You should be the main client. Why? Um, it wasn't just... Um, it wasn't, it wasn't just about work, and that's not why we were talking about that. We were talking about people and what we get concerned with. You can see this in relationships. You can see this in um, work environments. You can see this in friendships. Are you constantly giving over your time that was designated to you from God, and you're just forwarding that to somebody else who, you know, or somewhere else that is not nurturing and watering you? God gifted it to you. Who are you to give that away? It was for you to use for your purpose to love, to be loved, to be meaningful, to serve. In a, and, and I know some, some people might ask, well, but if I'm helping others, that's not really what I'm talking about. We are here to be of service. We are here to help people. It's not that we're... Um, when I say giving over the time, I mean that we're doing the work of other people for them versus oh well if i like over here i'm like oh well i'm i'm now building platforms that help uh for education around um the future of work and um for uh, more mindful practices that help for your life like i'm actually going to be able to serve in mass using systems but putting all that creativity into me and the platforms that i build so i can serve more for people who have access to it versus let me go help one person at a time who i'm convincing that they have to do the work for themselves and they're not doing it that's very different right and um you know in stealing time from god well would you rather constantly be trying to carry the weight of somebody else or put in the time for yourself put in the weight movement for yourself because if i give away that time over here and i'm not um praying or i'm not meditating enough or i come off my routines or i'm not um working out with the trainer or i'm not um eating at the time i normally eat that's really good for my body any activity that is for the betterment of yourself in this world is time from God. Every single breath you are taking is time that has been given to you to be intentional, directional, honest, loving, clear. It is for you. You do not know when your last breath is. None of us do. It is finite. We have a finite amount of time while we're here. Now, what makes our time infinite uh, is uh, that I believe that the soul is always moving. And then what work do we do here that after we are gone still lives on? And I'm not necessarily talking about legacy per se, because I know a lot of people are like, I must have a legacy. I implore you to say, I want to live in such a way that much of what I do here still lives on after I'm gone. I want the effects of my work to live on after I'm gone. I want 
any wealth that I can leave behind to continue building foundational elements of um, goodness for others left behind. What am I doing here now that is saying I honor my time from God versus stealing it? So I want you to think about that. Um, it was a very beautiful conversation yesterday on Mark Groves' podcast. Oh, well, actually, two days ago, and then yesterday, um, we, we each were on each other's podcast. And then um, uh, I also, you know, with, with my conversations with Ellie when we do our, our spiritual studies and whatnot and, and around Torah and whatnot, and it was just very interesting when we were talking about are we stealing time from God, you know? And I wanted to share that all with you that you don't like the trouble is you think you have more time we really don't know how much time we have and i want you to as a quick recap just to kind of exit out of here at the the, this last part of the um, podcast as a quick recap i'm gonna put in the show notes um the link but it's mattgoddessman.com in fact you can even just go click to resources at mattgossman.com go to the top tab click resources and you'll see the wait list that's probably coming out this week or next i'm sorry most likely next week um uh, and you'll see reverse engineer in there there's four pillars we're gonna and i want to go over um reverse uh engineering work rest money and creativity and probably play um because what we're going to do in there is there's going to be an audit of your time. There's going to be a specific way to calendar and time block. There's going to be actual set of questions that you have to answer that give you complete vision and clarity of that vision for what it is you're even trying to schedule your time for. And then, of course, um, there will also be in there a uh, an exercise um, that I learned with uh, my great friend and brother Nadim Alhassan um, called the 135, which is like a one-page plan, if you will. Um, you could use it for business. You can use it for your for a goal. You could use it for your personal life. But it really it shows you exactly what are you doing today that is meaningful to it to go where you are going, and you know how to at least track it. Now, I want you to consider that at least if it's one piece of advice I could leave with you, leave you with, it's that for the next week, audit your time. Literally every hour or every other hour, just write or type, what did you just do the last hour or two hours? Do this for seven days, you will be amazed. You will be absolutely amazed. What happened for me is I, I looked back and I said, oh my God, I actually have more time than I thought. And this was coming from, and if you think I'm busy now, I was way busier then because I was doing what I, what I thought. I was doing so many things um, without a schedule in my head, not really um, with any strategy for myself, all just kind of juxtaposed and you know all over the place. And so I felt busy, but I was like, what am I really doing? And when I did this exercise, it blew me away because I was like, I'm not doing as much as I think, and I'm not getting as much done as I think, but I sure am busy. That was a scary feeling. That was a very scary feeling because you realize like I could be doing way more in less time and more intentionally. So I implore you to, to, to explore that. I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week, I am out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.